0: Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss home invasions, Ursula, and the Arquettes. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. My guest today is uh, a writer for the great, great website Vulture, uh, a comedian or comedian, depending on who you talk to, a comedy writer, and of course, an award-winning film director I'm talking about Hallie Kiefer. Hallie, thank you for being here. Of course. Did I say your um, name right?
1: Yeah, and I just want to say nobody calls themselves a comedian, which makes me think I should. I should be the one to reclaim that. <laughs>
0: Where did that what, comedian a was? Like, it's like a Roseanne. That's like a Roseanne Barr era era thing that happened.
1: It might as well be called like a comediette. Comediette. Yeah, this <laughs> really could.
0: Comediette's amazing. Okay, I like that. that. Like, that's like a troupe. I'll I mean, put, obviously. Put that on my card. Okay. She still sounds a little loud to me. I I'll mean,
1: back honestly.
0: up. I'll back up. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't do anything. It's not your fault. Don't back up.
1: I have a very loud voice.
0: Don't back up. That's one of my favorite. Stay right on that's it. That's one of my favorite late 90s ro- romance thrillers. Don't, don't back, back up. up.
2: So that's the same team that did Single White Female? Yeah,
0: J Lo <laughs> stars as a woman who's been wronged. She was blinded by her ex husband, and uh, now she lives uh, in a very tall building. It's like Sliver meets. Uh, Whatever that, yeah, she has to find it. Whatever oh, that, enough. Enough. enough was it's sliver one. meets enough.
1: Well, you know, I just saw, <laughs> speaking of, uh, I just saw an excellent horror movie. I don't know who directed it, but it's called Hush. And yeah, uh, I watched yeah. it on Netflix. Is and it's good? a It's a deaf writer who lives sort of in Cabin in the Woods. Oh, that's and a bad then, I,
0: I feel like if you shouldn't go out to the Cabin in the Woods. Boy,
1: let me tell you, <laughs> I don't think anyone should live in
0: the woods, you Let's stop. Let's just shut down the Cabin in the Woods. Let's just all admit that it's a place where evil... Right gathers,
1: and even if it doesn't, we've all remember into the wild. I feel like anyone just going out spoiler alone. Alert,
0: spoiler, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! What happens?
1: Don't don't go into the wilderness when and
0: live on a bus. I guess is pretty much the well, anybody anybody knows that the wilderness. You think so, man? I don't know. Would you? The wilderness is against us. Okay, we are in, yes. we are intruding on the the uh, rightful uh, place. Right. I don't know where I'm saying. You're channeling
1: saying. Um, Werner Herzog right now. Yeah, like. we
0: are intruding on the on the rightful owners of mm-hmm. this of this world. Yeah, and, and they're they're out for revenge in and, the form of a hideous creature.
1: Right. Though I will say in the movie Hush, it's just some guy. Oh,
0: really? Oh, it's like a home
1: invasion. Hey, fucking
0: spoiler alert! This is okay? ten I mean, minutes is, in. You just ruined the movie for everybody. No,
1: I ruined maybe the first ten minutes.
0: Home invasion. <laughs> home invasion movies are the best. I've been wanting to see, there's a home invasion movie that I've been wanting to see for a long time that you can't stream anywhere and you can't, I don't even know if there's a, there may be like a DVD, but I won't watch a DVD because to mm-hmm. me that's like I'm like I need to I don't I'm even like, know how I'd watch to it. To get new glasses. You can right. watch it on a Blu-ray player. But now DVDs oh. look to me the way VHS used to look after uh DVDs happened. Do you remember like <laughs> watching a VHS tape after DVD was a thing? And you're yeah. like, how could I possibly have been looking at these things?
1: They're just like blurry shapes like moving around <laughs> it's like, in like a light background. Like you know, do you know the movie Lost Highway? Um, Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: You know the scene? There's a scene in Lost Highway where Bill Pullman's character is walking through like a dark room and Mm -hmm. it's like you can just kind of make out like that's what everything looks like in VHS, like just some light shapes that are coming in and out. Yeah. Anyhow. But so that's how DVDs look to me now when I think of uh, high high definition. I
1: don't think I, I can't. I haven't watched a DVD, I think, probably in years. I feel like just anything I've watched has just been streaming.
0: Well, at any rate, there's this movie. It's called The House on the Edge of the Park.
1: Oh, that sounds good.
0: It's a eight. I think it's like I'm gonna 80, write it down. eighty-one. Yeah, write it down. Go, go okay. for it. I think it's eighty-one. It's uh It's it's kind of in like it may be by an Italian director, Ryan. This is a great place for you to, to chime in with some information. Um, and I think it's. I think it's an Italian film done in New York, mm-hmm. which there are a lot of. Directed by Ruggero Diodato. Boom. Ruggero Diodato. Flows
1: off the tongue. It really, <laughs> it's it's rolls just rolls off.
0: You know, it's the language. Really, is the language of romance. Really, is the language <laughs> of love. And what can we know? What else do? We know about it.
2: It's an English language, Italian God. exploitation horror film. Oh. Yeah. Directed I'm by melting. Ruggiero Diodato, it stars David A. Hess from Wes Craven's The Last House on the Left, oh, yeah, yeah, a similar character.
0: David A. Hess plays Krug in Last House on the Left, does he not? Yes, Am he I does. right? Have you seen Last House on the Left, the original? No, I've not seen the original. Terrifying, amazing film. Of course, you know Wes Craven. Anything where
1: you say the what's you seeing a lot of house...
0: Anything it's going to be
1: creepy. <laughs> yeah, Last, Last House house. The La- house. Right. Yeah.
0: House. House on the Edge of the Park.
1: Which is seems a cabin, I guess. Kind
0: of type, typecasting for this guy, by the way. It's like, oh, who's the house guy? He's always in the house movies. Get him. David Hass. Get him in there. But Krug, interestingly, is where the name Freddy Krueger comes from for oh. Wes Craven's eventual film series, Nightmare on Elm Street. Anyhow, so we were talking before, mm-hmm. so you're watching horror movies. So you said you yeah. watch Hush, but you're doing this thing where you're watching a lot of horror movies. I'm
1: going back and I'm just uh, filling in a lot of gaps that in my horror um, knowledge. Uh, most recently, I've gone back to the 80s and uh, my favorite movie from this experience is um, From Beyond. Directed by Stuart Gordon. He also did Reanimator. Oh, I know and, Reanimator. Um,
0: I don't know From Beyond.
1: And da- Dagon, which I've also seen, which is like um, also a H.B. Lovecraft inspired ooh, movie. Ooh, I and like From that. Beyond, I'm I think this is what appeals to me is um, I love any horror movie where like they give you one detail. It's the same as like the end of every X Files episode where like there's one fact where it's like maybe this was real. And I'm like, that's great. Yeah. You know, like maybe it is a toilet monster and that could be real. <laughs> and you're like, I believe it. And that what? makes it scarier too. What's to me. the
0: one? What is the one fact in from beyond from
1: beyond basically there's a machine that stimulates this it's a part of your brain that is real the pineal gland uh and basically the idea is that you stimulate it and this is like a god who could you please have a look at the philosopher who uh i think it was descartes who postulated the pineal gland was like our third eye yeah so the idea in the movie is that you're able to scientifically stimulate it and then you could see it's basically your third eye unfortunately Then you see a bunch of crazy fucking monsters, and they're like,
0: "Hey, we see you!" Exactly, and they attack you. Oh, and it is so good. It is Descartes. We've gone, we've gone all around the world and into the annals of philosophy, right? <laughs> to talk about from beyond. Okay, I'm gonna rent the shit out of that. Is that streaming on Netflix? Yeah, it
1: was either Netflix or Amazon. I think it was Netflix. I Doesn't haven't matter, seen I Reanimator. All of them. Yet, Though,
0: I'm, you know, I'm not that big of a fan of Reanimator, but uh, you know, some people love it. Now, have you seen? So, tell me what you've seen recently.
1: Um, I've seen all of the, you know, like I feel like the uh, Insidious, The Conjuring.
0: You're watching modern horror um,
1: movies. I don't care for them as much.
0: Have you, have you seen older horror films? I prefer... Like an Insidious o- and The Conjuring are brand new.
1: Right. I prefer an older horror movie. What's the
0: last old horror movie you saw?
1: Well, how well, old are we talking about? Because From Beyond Doesn't matter. Old.
0: Doesn't matter. Could be, could be from the... Let's say 90s back.
1: Oh, I, had, I hadn't I had seen The Thing.
0: Oh, the... Well, The Thing is from the 80s. Wait, which... Oh. The, the Thing remake... Or the Thing remake from the 80s.
1: Oh, sorry. Or you the Thing to from Another from... Planet, which
0: is the original Thing from the 50s. I'm
1: talking about John Carpenter's The oh, Thing. Oh, The Thing,
0: yeah. That's from the Wait, yeah, that's And 80. you wanted something earlier than that? No, I'm saying like you go from 90s back, you can just go. Just, right. If, I'll even accept like you, you tell, but you saw Species. We well, can talk about that. And we don't have to talk about any of it, but I'm just trying to figure out where you are in the spectrum of I, horror I, films.
1: I think I'm really in in the 80s, 80s right, right now. Yeah. Um, I also watched um, They Live.
0: Okay, so you're in. By the way, I'm going to see John Carpenter play music live July eighth. He's playing in New York, and I have tickets. That
1: sounds amazing. In fact, you
0: know who I'm going with is my old producer. You and this is not going to be important to you at all. I'm still riveted. My old producer Magnus stabbed me
2: right in the back. No, he (laughs) is his
0: idea. It was his idea. Well, I don't, I, I don't know. Do you want to come? There's probably seats available. Listen, I, be, don't, I don't want to be the third wheel on wow. that. Oh. <laughs> you definitely would be, too. It definitely would be. It's going to be hot and heavy with me and Magnus on this John Carpenter. We literally were texting today about uh, about he's watching, rewatching old John Carpenter movies. They Live is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah,
1: I think They Live and The Thing are... The Thing's incredible. It, both in my top five, at least.
0: Let me make some recommendations to you right
1: Laying now. Lay it on me. I have my pen.
0: So first off, you need to see... So every almost every John Carpenter movie up until I'm going to say Ghosts of Mars, Mm -hmm. which is really fucking bad. Oh, yeah. Every John Carpenter movie is great. Mm -hmm. Um, He made. So the the thing is part of something that he calls the that is called the Apocalypse Trilogy. Oh, okay, Which is the thing Mm -hmm. Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness is my favorite John Carpenter movie. And In the Mouth of Madness.
1: I have seen In the Mouth of Madness, great, but I have not seen. a great film.
0: You got to see uh, Prince, of, Prince Darkness. of Darkness. Okay. Prince of Darkness, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it's about Satan. And, uh, and and so much more.
1: Oh,
3: and, so and more. more. And
0: there's a lot of mustaches in it. A lot of mustachioed men. The main male character, huge mustache. Maybe is also like a it. redhead.
1: Oh.
3: Anyhow,
0: so what What spurred this? Why are you suddenly watching horror films?
1: Um, I think I've just <laughs> been much more interested in it as a genre. I think that it's very similar to comedy Um, in as much as that it's just like everyone is making the exact same movie over and over again. Like everyone's making jokes. Basically it's like, oh, everyone makes a joke about dating. The idea is that you are making an observation about the same thing but your observation is different. And I feel the same way about horror. It's like, I could watch a million horror movies that are about Someone coming into my house and killing me, or yeah, whatever, yeah. and it's the different variations on it that are so enjoyable. Right. Because I already have all these expectations built up from just like being alive and consuming culture, or whatever. I don't know. And I had an idea for a horror uh, movie, but I, I felt like oh, my education, my like the my consumption was so low. So now I feel like I have to go back and watch all these classics, so I'm not basically reinventing the real wheel or thinking I have like a great idea. And then it's like, oh yeah, no, that's right been done a million times right. you can't you know right. you can't just do that But that's
0: sort of a power i mean it's sort of powerful to not know
1: right and that's sometimes true. knowledge
0: is sometimes not not knowing is a kind of power
1: right i mean i don't think anyone would ever agree with it on <laughs> That i think
0: that's <laughs> no but I contrary think
1: I, to what most people would say about everything but i
0: mean you might but but think about how much knowing that stuff impacts what you might create and you may create mm-hmm. a variation on something but you may avoid it completely if you know that it's been that a form of it has been done before.
1: Yeah, and I, I understand what you're it's saying. Not a, it's
0: not a great argument, by the way, and I'm not sure that I believe
1: it. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, you know, devil, devil's advocate. Yeah, that's me. The which devil's is B of <laughs> speaking of a movie I saw when I was too young. I just remember char- seeing Charlize Theron totally nude.
2: Ugh, that, movie so, that movie is so.
0: That movie's so bad. It's real that's bad. Like from Pacino's peak. Garbage oh, he's era. he's so I mean,
2: nuts in that movie. <laughs> he's like that speech he
0: gives at the end. I don't. Do you? Rem- I don't remember it. It's I remember
1: screaming. I feel like he just improvised all of it. It's just him screaming. <laughs> definitely, he
0: definitely did. They were like, "Look, Al, we got you. We don't know how." Who directed Devil's Advocate? It's probably somebody oh, good. Oh, it like probably Sidney, is Sidney Lumet or something.
2: <laughs> like uh, it's Taylor Hackford.
0: Oh, Taylor Hackford is a very successful director who's been gone on to do a bunch of big budget shit. Names in Taylor Hackford movies. He probably directed, uh, like, San Andreas. He didn't. That was... Oh, uh, he does... Um, was, uh,
2: He's an executive producer on a ton of huge hit Oscar movies. But as a director, Ray, Proof of
0: Life. Ray. Oscar-winning film. The guy who did Devil's Advocate. But I think... I,
1: the, I'm sure the script for Devil's Advocate was batshit crazy. So, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. you're you're working I'm with sure, what you have. It was like,
0: they were like, we got... It. So, all the dialogue and for the, the devil...
1: And then it's a dream. Do you remember the end? It's a dream, or no. like a hallucination no. brought on by yes, what? Keanu Reeves.
2: Like I don't remember this the at at Jacob's all. Ladder scenario, literally <laughs> at the end,
1: Keanu Reeves is in the bathroom that he was in the beginning when basically he meets the devil. And I can't remember if wow. he. The, I think the You've devil then recently. comes in. No, I'm saying from, from my childhood I <laughs> you remember have this. memory. Because I was just like, what the fuck is going on? I could. I I feel bad like maybe I'm making this up, but no, I think at the end he wakes up and it's sort of like. You, he's been given an image of you. This is the path you will go down if you don't oh. correct your life, Keanu. Reeves. But then there's no
0: final twist where like Al Pacino opens the door to the bathroom. And is like you. I got your robe. Hua.
1: I feel like he drove away to convertible while they played um, that Simba, Rolling Stones song. Devil, like, yeah,
0: which is like fuck you. This is always played everywhere. Right. Yeah. Any like it's like okay. It's like well, Interview with the Vampire is an amazing movie. Oh, so I'm definitely. Not gonna, I'm not going to diss it in any way because it is maybe one of the greatest films ever made. But <laughs> right. It actually is a really good movie.
1: It's good, except for the interview parts. We're watching oh, it yeah, now, you're right. like, we got to move this along. Christian
0: Slater's Christian's like, so you, you can be, you're an actual vampire. And you're like, yeah,
1: yeah, get back you're to like, the vampire. shut up. Part. Like, you're
0: just annoying. It's like, make me a vampire. It's like, no one wants to hear this. Like, yeah. this is Lestat. Let him tell his story. <laughs> Anyhow, he does make him a vampire, doesn't he? Or does he just eat him? I think he's spoiler just, alert, by the way, in case you haven't seen or read Interview with alert, the Vampire.
1: If a movie is <laughs> older, is more than a decade old, we're allowed to spoil it. I Can have I no just say watch
0: Interview with the Vampire? It's a great film. Let me tell you about some of the stars. If you don't know, by the way, there are people listening to this who don't know. It's made in like 19 19- Are they eight-year-olds yeah, yeah, there are who listen
1: who listens to your podcast. 19, it was made,
0: it's actually several, it's tens of thousands of eight-year-olds listen to this podcast. Oh, great. Weird thing that happened. That's just our demo.
1: So wait um, a couple years and then watch Interview with the Vampire. And
0: global eight-year-olds too it's not just a not u.s eight-year-olds but eight-year-olds across the wow. ground. um how peculiar brad pitt well and first off, tom cruise it, also his prime carissa Dutts in her prime Arguably she's aided the movie no actually. but bring
1: it on is great too
0: bring it on is an amazing film uh the first time i ever saw eliza Dushku, and i was like who's this beautiful new uh lady on the scene yeah it's douche <laughs>
1: right. I think I knew her so, from Buffy. Well, okay, what else I was she maybe on? Maybe
0: you did, but I didn't, and I was very impressed. But getting back to Interview with the Vampire,
2: less, please. <laughs> this can, is exactly
0: can, what you thought we'd be talking about. Can right? I
2: point out? I went to the quotes page of both those films, and <laughs> and I want you to know that Interview with the Vampires just got snippets of memorable dialogue, little like like moments. Then and, and everything's just really gorgeous. And the uh, the quotes page for The Devil's Advocate Ugh. is just like nine paragraph long rants yes. and raves by of Al Pacino course, screaming. Some of which is written in all caps on IMDB. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, those are user generated. Those are user submitted. But somebody sure sat right. down and
2: said, well, I know what we need to put in here. in all <laughs> caps screaming yeah, about God. Yeah. He yeah, yeah,
0: had the number one devil's advocate fan. Devil's advocate fan 69 or whatever their right, handle yeah. is. Okay. He's the devil's actual advocate. Yeah.
1: He's literally the advocate.
0: <laughs> DA666 D- 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 A- six, six, six is probably his handle. Because the other ones were taken. Of course. Um, at any rate. So, uh, and then, about, oh, uh, Antonio Banderas plays oh, yes, a great forgot. vampire. There's a ton of nudity, there's a ton of violence, there's a v- very, very serious, very homoerotic. homoerotic. I mean, oh. the, t- the sexual tension between Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise is so
1: they just stare at each other the entire movie with their I mouths slightly open. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's hard to it's, imagine. It is humid, it is a humid environment that they create on screen. Okay. And it's very very good. Anyhow, I recommend it.
1: it. we should do. We should do.
0: that. You know what I'd like to do? I have to say I'm enjoying this conversation.
1: It's all I want to talk about. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's all I want to talk okay, about. Okay, God.
0: we could do. We could do a whole thing that's just film recommendations. Yeah. Right, what else? All right, let's talk about some other movies.
1: You know, I just want to say something that I really don't like, and I that's how I feel like so I've seen you know Sinister, Insidious.
0: Hey, why are you watching Annabelle? those? This they suck. They all
1: suck. They yeah, all suck. Uh, yes, they suck. But I want to say in defense of the director. James Wan, but people directing those movies, they're well directed and they're well acted. Ghosts are not scary. Because they're not real. Right. But and if you're gonna make a ghost yeah. scary, yeah. they gotta be fucking like they gotta be ripping the top of your house off. When they're like, <laughs> but oh, even when that? the lights <laughs> flipping on and off, I'm like, I don't yeah. that's not scary. To okay. me. I feel like
2: ghost movies are better when it's not horror, it's suspense. Like the others, like it's emotional suspense Wait a as second. opposed Wait to a second.
1: Okay. I will defend I'll let you defend the others. Is I the, others the others
0: Nicole Kidman? Yeah. I remember that being pretty scary, but Nicole Kidman brings a certain gravitas to any project. It's like project. emotionally scary; like right. you're scared
2: that the kids are okay, you know. But it's not like you're seeing blood come out of the walls. Spoiler alert: they're not
0: okay.
1: Right. Um,
0: if I recall, if <laughs> that was I recall. the original
1: title. The kids are not okay. <laughs> the kids are
0: not okay. <laughs> Anyhow, um, the here's one thing I want to say: ghosts are not scary.
1: Mm -hmm. only because they are not real.
0: And those movies rely on, I'm agreeing with you, sorry, I want to say, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. And they rely on jump scares.
1: So it's it's physically uncomfortable. Right.
0: But I do think that what you, what really is frightening is when it seems like it could actually happen. And that is actually why I love John Carpenter movies, because John Carpenter movies and Wes Craven movies to some extent, although, it's pretty hard to imagine a scenario where Freddy Krueger is like exists. I mean, it's it's a tough. It's but like scary it burn victims though. are real. Scary burn. Oh, burn yeah. Victims, yeah, but they don't. Child inhabit, molesters. Yeah, that's yes, real. Yes, yes, real. But they don't inhabit your dreams because they have some kind unless, of like, unless unless you've been molested. <laughs> there's some kind of hell <laughs> right. power right. that they have received while being burned alive. Like, that's just no, a lot. I of, mean, you're right about you that. You have to connect up a lot of stuff that kind of is like. I mean, if OK, you, yeah.
1: So but, but to your point, maybe that's scarier because it's at least novel versus like the ghosts I feel like in these very in these modern ghost stories are all doing very typical ghost shit yeah. Like they're all pretty much following the, the pattern. Levitating
0: and I, want, so I, want I want
1: like a ghost. <laughs> they're always getting busted. If you can bust a ghost, it's yeah. not scary because then we'll just bust them. It's yeah. fine. And if
0: it also like, you know, for most people busted makes them feel good. People right, so exactly. so <laughs> so are going to do it.
1: Right. Yeah.
3: We feel compelled. We as humans I mean, are compelled. are
0: compelled to bust. And I don't know why, I don't know why the ghosts don't understand that. It's like just stay in the grave. Also, here's a question. Why do the ghosts, mm-hmm. Why does Slimer... Why does Slimer look like Slimer? Right. It, isn't Slimer a dead person? He's he, a really gross guy. His, yeah, is that the deal? Is that the, Do they explain this? They better fucking address this in the new Ghostbusters movie. Or, or
1: you'll boycott.
0: Yeah, I won't go. Uh, well, I'll right. go just to find out. But then Wait, I'll, why? But, why do but when take they weird, don't address it, I'll Why out. is there like a crazy like Uncle Sam ghost? Stay Puft. What's yeah, the yeah. deal with who Stay Puft? Who is Stay, Pu- well, Stay Puft? He's the ghost is, of whom?
1: Stay Puft, I believe, at the end of the first Ghostbusters movie, Stay Puft is, I believe, a demon that is is conjured and it takes the form of whatever pops oh. into someone's in the dad you a, head. You have a really loud voice.
0: <laughs> You're so fucking loud. No, you have a really clear memory from what I can tell. Like you are remembering facts. I've seen ghostbusters like 45 times. And that never occurred to me.
1: But I have that where like I don't remember it's my mom's birthday. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I have to like put it in Google Calendar because yeah, I'll you're, forget.
0: You're remembering the important stuff, which is who, what, what the, what the,
2: what apparition, yeah,
0: what apparition Stay does represent, or what kind of demon de- he's. That,
2: you know, anytime you jump into that stuff, like there's all the like it, 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 you watch the Harry Potter movies. Some people are ghosts. <laughs> no, some people are not ghosts. But what's interesting to me is that you're going to spend all this time coming up with intricate oh, rules. Harry I know you're taking it real deep. <laughs> well, I just, like, how dare they? <laughs> just mean like in those movies there's never like a logic. It's just whatever's right. convenient. Like poltergeist, yes. what's going on there? It's just this is a go I don't there's no like well, logic. We're, but we're I, do like poltergeist. Poltergeist. I do remake or like poltergeist. I do like it.
1: Um, oh, I haven't seen the remake. People well, then, yeah. said it was bad.
0: I'm sure it's bad.
1: But if you recall, that makes that's a good point because Poltergeist memories happens essentially because they build their house on top of a Native American burial ground. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Then, that's real. But that's kind of real. No, vaguely racist. So racist, but also very real. Yeah, exactly. That's what's racist. Wow, think about
1: that. And yeah, but to your point, <laughs> then the spirits are a lot, are, are then like. Suck a girl into a TV, which I'm yeah. assuming the Native Americans did right. not have the possibility the, the, to. No, The
0: Native American ghost would be like, what the fuck is this? Right. And so, they would, yeah. I assume they would find other ways to, to- torment mm-hmm. the family. Although maybe like once you're in the spirit world, you're in touch with all sorts of, uh, you know, it doesn't but matter. I agree. I
1: think what is essential to a good horror movie is internal logic. The thing, perfect internal logic. Yeah. You know, even they live, in good internal logic. Let me explain. Okay.
0: I'm about to drop some serious shit on you right now please because i have studied the work of john carpenter mm-hmm. as i mentioned i'm going to see him perform live in concert on july 8th right no offense right
2: <laughs> some like, take him yeah I,
0: apparently so john carpenter and i actually wrote about this at the verge many years ago um we did this thing where it was like it was like must watch must read must, you know it's like mm-hmm. stuff you've just like classic right. stuff you need to like check out um john carpenter and H.P. Lovecraft have a lot in common in that they are exploring something that is commonly referred to as cosmic horror. Yes, and the conceit of cause, the idea of cosmic horror, is that it is not supernatural necessarily, mm-hmm. but the horror is derived from um, something that is, uh, it is, it is, it is, um.
1: Like extra human,
0: it, it is um, not supernatural, but is a nature beyond what we understand. Mm-hmm. In the sense of the supernatural, is like what if ghosts existed? Like what if there was a whole plane of like there's a you can make an argument that oh heaven and hell, but that it's like huge religious structure right, around yeah. it. They're in many ways like like well they live is is about aliens, which mm-hmm. is 100 percent not supernatural. Right, it is. Based in the idea that there are beings that exist in the universe mm-hmm. that aren't here yet, or might be here and we don't know about it. Right. The thing, same thing. It's an alien film, but a lot of his movies are about um, uh, this idea that uh, when human beings are confronted with something that is 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 a nature of a nature unknown to us, we don't right. we compute it as supernatural. But the reality is that it is like operating on a different level. It's like how we right. are how we are to ants. We are godlike to ants. Right, our nature is not supernatural, but but to them, them it's is unknown, unfathomable, and therefore, so that's what I think. That's actually the core of why so many of his films are so scary, because it feels like this could happen.
1: And I, I mean, that's sign me up. That's terrifying. I watched any
0: in a great horror movie. What I want is to feel a creeping dread dread of just like what like that's why yeah, david, like, oh, david no. I mean david lynch films as many of them are like some of the greatest horror films in my opinion because mm-hmm. they are like they are like psychologically traumatizing they're so they're so upsetting like some of like the yes. subtext of what's happening is just mm-hmm. so powerful mm-hmm. that it almost makes you feel like you like question your reality
1: i think that makes a lot of sense and i think that makes me feel like oh And maybe this is just me and my therapist, like my therapist coming back to me. But I think a lot of what you're saying is like, oh, what's terrifying is that we do not have control. So it's all these different levels of control. Because when you said David Lynch, I immediately was like, I thought of David Cronenberg because of all the body horror. But it's the same principle of something is going on that is, we like to think, oh, we can control our body. You can control your body. In his movies, your body is being controlled or beyond control. Your
0: body is a video player.
1: Right, and so, and the idea of like, oh, this cosmic horror, they're these things that we can't control and right. we can't stop right.
0: it. But they're also not like, uh, they're not like um, invented.
1: Right. They it come is, it's from beyond somewhere. it's beyond, it, And yeah. also it doesn't need us to exist.
0: Oh, you have to see a film, which many people hate, but I love, and I think is actually one of the best horror <laughs> movies.
1: I, my kind of recommendation.
0: <laughs> the Mist. Have you ever seen it?
1: Oh, I love The Mist. The Mist is so- I love The Mist. Yeah,
0: have you ever they seen the, like Mist? the Mist? It is so Oh, I enjoy it. So the first mist. off, they're apparently they're turning the mist into a series. Which whatever. I'll watch
1: it, but okay. That
0: film is almost perfect. Yeah. It it's has a one of the darkest. Yeah. The darkest endings of any film. I, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it. I won't say no, any should, more than just this. Just say
1: should, people should see it. I think it's on Netflix.
0: Yeah, it's the shit. The mist is awesome.
1: Um I Anyhow. I've been reading this book and I don't want to say I finished it because I haven't. And it's okay. called In the Dust of This Planet. Could you look up the author? I'm sorry. In the Dust of This Planet. Oh. And it's all about basically it's the Eugene philosophy Thacker. Eugene Thacker. Thacker? 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 Thacker.
0: T. H. T. H. Okay.
1: And it's sounds
0: British. Is he British?
1: It sounds Jewish.
0: Jew Jew Brit British like Jewish.
1: Like a John Ronson. He's a Jewish Brit.
0: Yeah. Mark Ronson. A rare
2: breed. A no, rare John Ronson. Breed? No,
0: who's John Ronson? The
2: guy who wrote, like, To Be Publicly Shamed. So you've been publicly oh, shamed. Mark
0: Ronson, Jewish Brit.
2: Oh, Are, they,
1: the are they related? Oh, no, are, they're
0: not. Samantha Ronson, related. Mark Ronson. Um,
1: they're related. John Ronson. I don't, probably <laughs> no. not.
0: What about Don Johnson and John Ronson? <laughs> what about Rolla McDonald? <laughs> Um, Donald um, Trump and Ronald McDonough, related or not
1: devil's advocate here they're brothers uh, so I'm reading <laughs> this book called In the Dust of This Planet and his it's all about the, like the philosophy of horror mm. and that particular it's like in a series called The Philosophy of oh, Horror so it's a he's
0: American uh, John Ronson no Eugene <laughs> Thacker Eugene
1: Thacker <laughs> but is he Jewish can we look it up thanks um, I'm gonna
0: guess yes <laughs> well, why because Eugene
1: I mean yeah right it's
0: anti-semitic and racist and some other things I haven't thought of yet I- that's true alright anyhow
1: um, well, okay, so it, in
0: the dust of this planet, it's this it's is non a nonfiction,
1: nonfiction. It's okay. like a philosophical. Ugh, this sounds
0: great. What is this series called?
1: It's called in the oh the uh, the philosophy of horror. So there's different versions I know about this? and his is um, in the dust of this planet. I don't, there's like two other, maybe other um, volumes in it so far. So his is about cosmic horror and he makes the exact point, which you do, which is Thank it's you. hard. So we I have like,
0: it, by the way. <laughs> I'm just riffing.
1: I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, but, no, but <laughs> so he talks about like the planet, you know, uh, that includes us. There's the earth, which is the planet that does not include us, but we're still in the mix with, like, you know, nature. And then the planet without us, which is just the planet. And then he talks about the planet without us is, like, all the apocalyptic horror, you know, every, yeah. you know, um, Twilight Zone episode where it's, like, it turns out, like, so all of that, and he just talks about, like, why all of those particular things are, could be used to provoke horror. And his, he, he made the point about the idea of, like, something that is so beyond our understanding is horrifying to us, but it's not as horrifying the idea that we don't exist at all. Like right. there's something very yeah. uh, primally terrifying, but also we can't really understand what that even means. Let me ask you a question. You're gonna love it.
0: Uh, it sounds great, and I'm going to hold on. What is it called? I'm gonna um you, in you, the
2: dust of in, this planet. And dust. he's a New Yorker. I can't find out if he's Jewish, but mm-hmm. I, you know what? Welcome to the tribe. Hey, can I say something? Welcome to the tribe. Can Eugene. I say something?
0: Ryan? Unrelated or very related? Let's get that guy on the podcast. <laughs> all right, that sounds like an amazing conversation. Yeah. Um. Have I you can come back. Have you, are you familiar with the Planet of the Apes?
1: Oh, yes. I was a child, those are like my <laughs> favorite. I had the VHS set.
0: I was really hoping you'd respond with the Simpsons response, which is, I don't know if you know this famous, if you bought it like me, if you bought the Simpsons uh, CD that had all their songs on it.
1: I, well, yeah, of course I'm familiar with that a, too. Um,
0: what is the name of the actor who's always this Troy something?
1: Uh, well, it's Phil Hartman voice, it's Troy. Troy
2: McClure. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's, he gets a call from his agent His agent says Troy are you f- Are you familiar with The Planet of the Apes And he says The Planet or the Movie
1: <laughs> Which is the greatest Oh I wish I'd thought of that it's so
0: good Anyhow let's take a break Okay And we'll be back With more Hallie Kiefer Which is definitely A real name Apparently, I'm told No I'm just I was processing it As I said it Like this, no way This is real I still don't believe it's real. I don't
1: get it. Why? You think it's cool? I don't know. Yeah, it's a
0: crazy name. It's fucking like, I mean, you could cut, you could cut glass with that name. Ooh, Hallie Kiefer. My, my name is like Soup and then a guy from, <laughs> like it's like some soup and then uh, like a person in a, in a Dostoevsky book or whatever. And like.
1: Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's who's right.
0: And you're like Hallie Kiefer. It's like something that doesn't even say. You sound like a, have you ever listened to this podcast, Who Weekly?
1: Oh, I'm familiar with that. sound right like things. a who?
0: Is that what you It's, a, it's, it's like, sound like a who? You sound like, you sound oh my like, God. Like, You're like, you hear one of these days? It's oh my like, God. You're like, it's like, who is Hallie Kiefer? It's like, who? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. But definitely like a group of agents put that name together.
1: Oh, I love it. That's like how when you find out Jamie, Jamie Foxx's real name is like, Eric Steele or something. Or it's, it, can you please look, I'm sorry. It's not Eric Steele. <laughs> it's Eric something. And it, th- the whole name is something. Eric it's like,
2: Marlon Bishop. Yeah, oh. Eric Bishop. Eric Bishop's I'm a great name.
1: Like, that's a hot actor name. It's Eric Bishop. I don't know. I was just like, that's yeah, so Jamie funny. Jamie Fox.
0: I honestly, Eric Bishop sounds stronger to me.
2: Yeah. I don't know. i uh, I, for like, years I was going to come up And I was going to be like Ryan Thomas Or something that was more actory. And then when I chose comedy Everyone was like Houlihan's a funny name Stick with that It yeah. does kind of sound <laughs> a funny <laughs> it. it's it's a Ryan,
0: it. it. Ryan Houlihan No but I have to say Jake, Jake Steele That's a real That's a name Whatever. Oh your
1: bishop Oh Jake Steele yeah, you're I just... made that up
0: It's not a real name Oh yeah That's like a name That's like a real Like I was like I remember Because my Hebrew name Is Yaakov Which is Jacob Because I was named After I guy named Jacob But it's like thanks So just some guy It makes no sense No he was related to me But the point point okay. is like I actually had an argument i had an argument with a hebrew school teacher in like when i was like eight or six because they they were like they're like going across it was like first day of school and they're like what's your what's your hebrew name and i'm like it's yakov they're like no it's it's Yeshua or Yahshua or whatever i'm like no it's it's yakov and they're like no that's not the hebrew uh, name for joshua and i like got it i was like yeah, I'm not I'm named after a guy named Jacob and that's my Hebrew name and like it got contentious. They were adamant that I had the wrong name.
1: Did you, did they eventually did you win him over?
0: No, I tagged their car with some graffiti after school and taught them. But it was lesson. your
1: but it was your full name, so they figured it out.
0: I don't fucking know. I don't remember. I got out of there fast though. I was not down with Hebrew school or any kind of institutionalized education. On that note, let's take a break and <laughs> we'll be right back with more hallie Kiefer. A luxury watch is an asset, but what happens when you're ready to cash in on that asset? How do you know you're getting the right price? How do you find the right buyer? How do you know the buyer is the real deal? What if the buyer is an alien? Crown & Caliber was born on the idea that selling a luxury watch on your own is entirely too difficult. With their Blue Book database of thousands of watch models, Crown & Caliber can ensure you get the most accurate price for your watch with their sales and consignment options. The process is easy and secure, and Crown Calibre will do all the legwork of servicing and marketing your watch to their massive network of buyers, most of which I can confirm are not aliens. Radical trust, remarkable simplicity, revolutionary access. Go to crownandcaliber.com, that's C-R-O-W-N-A-N-D-C-A-L-I-B-E-R.com, to submit a quote today and discover the smartest way to sell your luxury watch. We're back, Hallie Kiefer. Again, I want to stress, real name, not put together by a group of. I've never been so <laughs> a group, flattered. A group of market market scientists who are looking for I the guess, perfect the perfect star name.
1: You know, my parents almost named me Ursula after Saint Ursula.
0: Ursula's a cool name too. Your yeah, parents are crushing it. Yeah, but not for a child
1: it. who was born in the '80s because then oh, Little Mermaid came out, sea witch. and she was the big fat, vaguely lesbian see drag queen <laughs> she's a drag queen but villain well yeah she was divine and i would have i i So she's based on divine i think so yes. right That's
0: cool that yes. makes sense that's, and
1: that's a core part of my personality okay good right but as, as just
0: knowing that or
1: <laughs> just that single fact well we all have, to have something to cling to really weird but anywho i would have not made it out of middle school i think i would have no you you'd have, you'd have you stopped you'd living have, you'd
0: have killed yourself Is i mean can you adjusted? imagine
2: they picked a different name
0: it would have been bad
1: Yeah, I would have had to, or you're my middle name or something.
0: I know, but you know, but Ursula. Sally, you would have been Sally. Ursula. Uma Thurman was very hot in the 90s.
1: I just think it was, I was the wrong. A kid could be born now named Ursula, but back, it was like the exact wrong time to be. Ursula's a cool name. It is cool.
0: I gotta say, I'm gonna put that in my back pocket. Okay. If I have to name any more kids.
1: Have you had to name any children? Yes,
0: I had to name one child.
1: Oh, congratulations. Was like it yours?
0: Name? Yeah, it was my fucking child. Oh. Yes. Whose child would I be well, naming? You, you
1: said, oh, I was named for some guy. I was like, I okay, named I my guess brother." A
0: thing. You named your brother?
2: What's his name? Who tried? Alex. Oh, but Alex. because I, I, wow. I liked that book, Alexander and the No Good, Terrible, Horrible, Very oh. oh. Bad Day.
0: Oh. That's a good name, that's though. That's cute. That's a cute story. I named my daughter. Her name is Zelda. Well, actually, I did it with my wife.
1: Right? She had some we, say. So, no, we did
0: it together. That's but, a good name. But I can take some credit for it. I think. Yeah, yeah that's it. It's the greatest name. name. And now, by the way, I don't want to. Ta- I'm not trying to take credit for this, but it's trending. Yeah, all of a sudden Zelda's a hot name, and I got to tell you, mm-hmm. no motherfuckers were named Zelda when we named Zelda Zelda. You want to be at the top of the
2: pro roll? We yeah, actually you did. went.
0: We went. We were. We looked at the numbers. Mm-hmm. This was important. You don't want to name your kid. Listen, I named Josh. Do you know how many years Josh has been the number one name for boys in this country? All
1: time. Yeah.
0: Like for a thousand years. <laughs> for thousand. There wasn't even America. Native Americans were naming their children Josh. That's how popular the name is. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, the, the US showed up and then all of a sudden everybody's named Josh. So I was like, we're not, we can't, I don't want to name a kid like a popular name. See, but it's you, hard because
1: whatever name you, if you have another child, whatever name you pick is going to become a
0: Ursula. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the, if
1: you name your kid Ursula, we they can't can be stop. A huge, we can't
0: stop setting That's the problem. You yeah, know what I mean, you know, it's what I'm a talking burden. About. Oh,
1: it's just, I
3: mean, it's like everything it. I touch like turns you and to Kylie gold. Jenner. Everything you I touch and Kylie turns Jenner. Excited.
0: Have you used my new mascara? It fucking crushes.
1: Wait, did you come up with a, a lip kit before she did, or?
0: mascara yes. actually it's a lip kit plus mascara oh
1: my it's god well then cool. no wonder Amazing. she ripped you off it's I mean, a great you see idea you
0: see what's happening you on look fabulous
1: face. So you have a beautiful matte lip
0: that's right your
1: lashes are out to there it's actually half
0: matte half <laughs> glossy that's the, that's my that's my uh trend line that i'm working right now yeah you know bottom lip glossy top lip matte it's a pretty fucking cool idea yeah, it's actually a that is actually a really good trend. idea. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good <laughs> how come nobody's doing it you heard it Pure here first. Media and the new Topolsky Lipka. kit? <laughs> That's it. No, Pure Media, right? You know, we started a media company recently.
1: Oh, you're starting a media companies all over the place. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> It's a uh, pyramid scheme. Oh, great. Cross with a Ponzi scheme, right? Oh. For content. For you content. get five friends oh. to make right articles yeah, yeah, like, and you like, make you, money are you on, are you on the one it. We get- like it's okay. like
2: a
1: picture of like a slug, and it's like, what have you been eating? It's making you fat. <laughs> and You're like, how is this allowed to exist? Or like, it's like a woman in a bikini, like putting handcuffs on her. It's like you won't believe it's illegal. You know, like, <laughs>
2: one weird trick to clear your foot. And it's like no, a this picture,
1: is my of literally like a ripped off jaw. <laughs> <So like>, you're <laughs> like, what
0: the fuck is that? Do you this? know my favorite? Oh, the skin rash one, oh, where it's just like a picture of skin rash. Yes. My favorite, my favorite shitty Taboola ad. And Taboola, by the way, the worst.
1: I didn't even know that it was called.
0: That's what that thing is—the at the bottom of every web page. It's, it's horrible like from around the web. That stuff—it's Taboola, and you always notice there's when a website like sticks it on. There's two of yeah. them. There's two of them: Taboola or Outbrain. Okay, those are the. I mean, there's some other ones, but to, the, my favorite one is like I tweeted about it the other day. Actually, it's it so effective. It's like. It's like this hoodie has been is yeah it's like out of stock. It was like something. I, I, what's the phrasing? It's like this hoodie has been back ordered for months and it's finally available. And it's like oh my god. <sighs> and this, this thing picture must, just
1: looks like a regular hoodie. Yeah, but
0: I don't know. But you got to right. check it out because what's going on? It looks like a regular hoodie, but that's actually part of it. Right? Yeah, you have like, to
1: find out what's the secret. You
0: see it and you're like, but some what something's got to be special about yeah. this hoodie. Does it absorb? Moisture? Is it just can I charge <laughs> that my phone? that would be great. Just I like when you're really phone? wet, put on, <laughs> immediately put
1: on a sweatshirt.
0: Put yeah. it balloons up. You go out in the rain, it just okay. Let's talk about your writing career for a second.
1: Oh, okay, please. As
0: a as a vulture writer. Yeah. You cover um entertainment.
1: News of the day. News
0: of the day. Entertainment
1: you, news of the day. You're yes.
0: like break you're like on in the morning, mm-hmm. news is happening. Right. They're like, make something, make something interesting out of this shit. Right. What's the last story you wrote?
1: I wrote, oh, it was the trailer for, speaking of, well, I guess it's not technically horror, but a trailer for the Netflix show Stranger Things, which stars Winona Ryder. And it comes out the 15th. And the trailer makes it look, well, the first trailer that came out, it looked like a horror, like this boy gets kidnapped, he disappears, and then he comes back and something's not right. The Hmm. second trailer makes it- look like The Returned. Yes. And then the second one makes it look like an E.T. style, kid-centric adventure, like, maybe something supernatural, maybe it's aliens, but like these kids are on bikes and they're having a good time. You
0: had me with Winona Ryder, but you're losing me with this But isn't it interesting
1: where I think it's like, okay, well we have like the horror creepy, they're going to watch it because those freaks watch everything, but then we want to get some other people who maybe don't want to see a kid get kidnapped. So now it's more like, oh, it's kids, but they're having an adventure and they're going to figure it out. It's you know? like if you
0: recut the Top of the Lake season one <laughs> <Right>. trailer <laughs> to be a little more like, it's an adventure. It's like Holly Hunter gets
1: her. gets her groove back or something yeah
0: no it's holly hunter in that
1: since in uh top of the lake she plays like the uh
0: god cookie, oh she's right the, she's uh, like the commune- meditation yeah. Yeah, she the weird. Yeah. yeah i hated that well, well I, 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 I i didn't like, finish it i enjoyed it but uh, it was just the very ending slow.
2: made the whole <gasps> thing worth um, it kind of darn we, it no no, no, no.
0: we All hate. right i'll we, go back we like hate watch it but it was like one of those things where do you ever hit these you hit these pockets where you're watching stuff and you're like like Actually, watch. I started watching Casual for this reason. Which oh, I, I
1: haven't seen that. I think
0: Casual is a pretty good show. Actually, okay. Have you seen it? It's a Hulu. You seem
1: right. i I'm not going to lie. You seem like a casual guy. You seem like a, the guy who's casual, gonna watch
0: Casual. Casual is like Hulu's. It's like Hulu's, um, Transparent Light. In a way, oh, okay. There's nothing as there's nothing as like revolutionary as like a trans story in it, mm-hmm. but it's just like it's kind of like about rela- it's people who live in LA who are like struggling with relationships.
1: And my God, we just need I just need to know more. I yes. want every show to be about that. I, I just, just there aren't enough shows exploring that right my now. My thing,
0: my thing is like if it's set in LA, I'll pretty much watch it, like because I'm I get to live vicariously through those characters. Well,
2: how about how about when uh, when Izzy's Ansari's show opened oh, up and he was it. like, well, it
0: opened up I didn't and like it was it. basically speak, I'm gonna put it out. There. There. I thought that show sucked.
2: Yeah, I will agree that it wasn't. Okay. Not oh, my really?
0: Because people were like, could not stop talking about how great the Aziz and Sorry show was. And I was like, this show seems terrible to me. Well,
2: Mindy Kaling wrote that chapter in her book where she described every show a comedian makes. And it was mm-hmm. like, you're aging out of your 20s into your 30s and you don't have kids. And then you go to a kid's birthday party and you're a little angsty. And then they ask you to leave because you hooked up with someone who's at the party. She basically described the, his exact
0: TV show. Yeah. And then he came out with it like a year later. And she was like... <laughs> the best thing that came out of watching that show was I refined my and Sorry impersonation. Will you do it now? Which Zelda then like riffed on. It's like... Oh no, that's it. That's oh, it. I mean, like, oh I no. mean, that's pretty much it. Oh man, I want to go to that party. Oh no. Oh, like no. that's the whole thing. Oh no. That's it. And then Zelda, because I started doing it in the house, because the whole show is him like, oh, that sucks. I'll see you later. Like that's the thing that this is what Aziz Ansari does. It's like uh, presented with a situation where he doesn't he's shirking responsibility and he's like, Oh man, that sucks. Catch you later. And like that's Ooh. the whole arc of that show, basically, from the several episodes that I watched in disgust. I like Aziz season, sorry by the way. I think he's very good. I funny. like him
1: too. I mean, I'm I'm honestly probably not gonna watch it, not out of any distaste for him or the show, but like, my god, there's just so much television. Well, that's I, casual I just for me.
0: I was like, I feel like there's four of these <sighs> and I'm good. Anyhow. So I didn't casual. see love either. Oh, love I watched all the way through, and I have to say, I it was a, not a hate watch. It was good. And I was like, I don't know. I I stuck with it. I'll watch anything though. Laura's like, fuck this like she will not, she will peace out. She will fall asleep in five minutes in, if she's not gripped. She's either reading or sleeping during the show, which by the way is one of my greatest pet peeves in my life is that I hate hate watching things by myself.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: I, I do it, I definitely, if she goes to bed, if she's like, I'm out, goodbye. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll just sit here and watch whatever because it doesn't matter. But, like, I do find it's like if you start watching something <laughs> If with she's somebody, reading, like,
1: the Brothers Karamazov, Karamazov and yeah. you're watching whatever.
0: No, she's always reading. The Bachelorette perfect example of something that has happened recently also unreal we started watching i was oh, like unreal. i love unreal. i was like unreal's fucking amazing yeah i was like i'm sorry i cannot get over that lifetime logo in the corner it's really messing me up but like it's a good show yeah
2: and the ads in between that are like he wanted to leave but she know, wouldn't I let I watch him on hulu.
0: i watch it on hulu <laughs> i paid for commercial free so i don't experience oh i, that, I watch that shit live whatever you're experiencing in your like real person world I'm not part of, okay? Oh, are you it's, VIP it's, because yeah, you have 11.99 a, a month? 11.99 a month.
1: It's just car ads. Like, it's not, you're not missing <laughs> no anything. Thanks. It's all no. stuff that, like, I couldn't buy if I want or wouldn't buy if I could. No, I mean... all the
2: ads on Lifetime are for yogurts that make you poop or for movies where, <laughs> like, someone wants to leave and the other won't let them. And then the most interesting part is what weapon they're going to use. It's always <laughs> a new weapon, weapon, like a cheese grater to his face or oh. whatever.
0: That didn't happen. That never happened. Oh, absolutely. Can I just say. I'll never forget, a friend of mine was describing a Lifetime movie starring, it was like either Tori Spelling, it's like one of those people. And It was about how like, they went on a date and it ended with like a date rape and then it was like, and I'm like,
1: that could be literally any
0: okay. lifetime movie. I'm trying to think. I was like, I don't. I'm not. I don't know what you're talking the about. The
2: famous Tori Spelling one is Mother. May I sleep with danger? Which
1: James Franco just remade
2: was the lesbian vampire movie. So yeah.
1: What? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't I'm, see oh, it yet, shit. though. No, this
2: is was, why
0: you watch the ads <laughs> see, <I laughs> to know. know. But I was like, I was like, I don't know. She told me about the movie. It was like one of these conversations. I was like, What'd you do last night? She's like, Oh my god, I watched this amazing lifetime movie. And I'm like, That movie's called. She described it to me. I'm like, that's definitely called without consent. Is that the name of the movie? The name of the movie is She Cried No, which I think is oh in, the, in the in the very much yeah. in the sphere of without consent. By the way, is there a film called Without Consent on Lifetime?
1: Oh, I, I, it has to be because there should be. There is a show, I don't know if it's on Lifetime or TLC called "Wise with Knives, and it's just about women murdering yes, their husbands. Yes, the a
2: 1994 television film directed by Robert Iskov is a film called Without Consent aired on the Lifetime oh, network. Shut up. There you go. Are you serious?
0: You yeah. was it was on 100% I have no I've no knowledge of that film until this moment.
1: Are you kidding me? This is a fun game like just That's like to crazy. make up f- horrible phrases that seem oh, oh, wait a second.
0: Wait a second. Wait a second.
1: Maybe I got
0: no. Maybe I got the story backwards. Maybe I said it's she cried no. No, there's no way. Let's look up she cried no.
1: Um, I have a funny story about Jenny Garth. That's also my <laughs> Oh my god, who's in that one?
0: Okay. Is it Jenny Garth? Is it Tori Bell <laughs>
1: Is it I'm trying to think of other women who um, so, are sorry by the way,
0: I want to apologize to the tomorrow listener. I don't know if this is a Candace enjoying... Cameron Bure. Okay. Oh. That's the movie. Okay. It's Candace Cameron because she was like the f- kid from Full House, right? Mm-hmm. Was in it. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, it's definitely without consent. Dude, that is a crazy trip because this I've is never a stacked
2: cash. I know
1: never... <laughs> <laughs> Who else we... who else? Wait, no. Mark it,
0: Paul Gosselar. She... Oh, oh my god. god. Jenna von yes. Cox. The reason Oh, Nikki Cox. The reason oh, why she brought it her. up, she was like, you won't believe what I saw. And I was like, what? And it was like, Candace Cameron and Mark Paul Gossier. Is that how you say is it? Mark Paul Gossier? Gossler. Gossler. Oh, there's an L in there? Yeah. Fuck. This, I mis- your mis- whole mis- life has 20 been 20 years of mispronouncing his name. And
1: you say it every day. G- what
0: is it? Gossler? It's Gossler, I think.
1: Gossler. Gossler. Is he Canadian? No, he's half Filipino, though, right? Or half Indonesian? Yeah.
2: He, remember Alex Jung uh, told us that? Secret Asian. He's
0: a secret Asian. Oh, that's right. Anyhow. I was like, no fucking way. And then I was like, without consent. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nope. She cried no. But I cannot fucking believe that Without Consent is a Lifetime film. Absolutely. Well, I guess I can. Yeah, I mean. Well, I'm just crushing life. I got to tell you, life is good right now. Lifetime is right, good right now. so you, right you now. for Vulture.
1: Right. I just want to tell a Jenny Garth story real quick, if that's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, by all means. A friend of mine works, he lives in L.A., and he works at a Mexican restaurant called Petty Cash, which is very good if you, if you live in L.A. And they do a lot of like, they grow their own vegetables on the roof and it's all organic and stuff.
0: Fucking LA. This is why I watch these shows. Mm.
1: It does kind of so like, you're like, circle. oh boy. Yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be like a fish fillet or whatever. And then. Um,
0: From McDonald's?
1: No, I would never. Because <laughs> uh, fish
0: fillet is very close to fillet of fish.
1: Um, oh, okay. That's what I meant. Yeah. I make it at home. But uh, so he, he, Jenny Garth, I guess, does a lot of like community gardening. Like she's very invested in like, you know, organic or whatever. So she came to see their garden and my friend is the manager and he showed her around and then she was super lovely and as they go to leave, she goes and she's like, thank you so much, this is so great and goes to hug him and he was talking to her. She was going to say something. So when she goes to hug him, he inhales and he inhales a bunch of her hair (laughs) and then as, like, so he's like choking as they're hugging and then as she pulls away in order to get it out of his throat, he goes, like he gags it back out of her out of her, out of his throat, and I said, "Well, what did you say?" He'd be like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." He's like, oh, "I didn't say anything. I don't think she noticed." I'm like, <laughs> "I am 100 percent sure." So he, if somebody gagged he, in he your face, in her hair, he inhaled her hair. He, he
0: was like taking a breath,
1: right? Inhaled it, and then in order to get out, he basically had to be like, <laughs> in order, and then be able to pull it down. <laughs> um. So Jenny Garth, if you listened to it, and you wondered why so that I've, I've, amazing man—that is, that uh, is,
0: man. is one of the strangest, funniest stories I've ever heard. Right. But, but go ahead. Sorry. I just want to say, I think we can. We assume that her hair is brittle, right? Just if it gets sucked up that easily, she needs to condition it or something.
1: Or maybe it's so fine and delicate and like <laughs> whatever soft, it is, it means
0: volumizer or something. Right. Hairspray. Maybe yeah, my friend who's just
1: has his lungs are too strong. <laughs> like maybe he's just constantly inhale maybe his hair. Maybe
2: that was his goal. Maybe he awesome. said I'm going to get a piece of Johnny Garth before this is over. I'll, I'll,
1: I'll, I want a piece of hair, so I'll hide it in my lungs <laughs> until she leaves.
0: You yeah, know, the perfect spot. <laughs> <laughs> <You try laughs> the
1: perfect crime. <laughs> He's like, when I hug her, <laughs> the perfect
0: He's crime like when movie? I hug her.
1: Look it up. Is it perfect crime? It has to be.
0: The perfect crime? Yeah. Yeah. The perfect husband definitely Oh, is. the perfect wife. Perfect wife, perfect husband definitely exists on lifetime. I mean, I don't know this, but if the perfect husband is not a lifetime movie.
1: They will, just close I will shop. commit
0: seppuku right
1: now. Oh, no. You have a huge blade <laughs> I, I, in your like, hand. I always keep. Yeah. My God, put away that huge curved no. knife. I
0: keep my seppuku blade handy just in <laughs> case I have to. I've shamed myself <laughs> and I got to take care He's of business. In case you're
1: minorly disappointed.
0: Because <laughs> I get a Lifetime movie title wrong. And then I'm just like, I'm out. What do we got here, Ryan? The clock Perfect is Husband is. Oh.
2: Perfect grime, cr- Crime is a book that's been purchased by Lifetime. Oh, to well, make they got it. It will be then. But it will be. Oh, wow. Um this, right. is, this is incredible. Oh, right. perfect husband is the Lacey Peterson story.
1: <gasps> oh, what? God, I'm which is cr- so ironic because he wasn't. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> so like, funny. It's, it's ironic, like, I guess. It's
0: like <laughs> it's like it almost is like a bait and switch on the title. Wait, they, like
1: oh, I'd love to watch a, a fun movie oh, about perfect a perfect husband yeah, who just does yeah, yeah. a lot of nice stuff. It's like maybe Wait you can get, maybe you
0: can get some tips on like how do you hook the perfect right. guy? Right? And they made the first he fifteen fishing minutes. Trips? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay, great. I'll get him a fishing pole and like a big Tupperware container he could put in his truck and uh, go to a marina, you that know.
0: perfect. There's nothing about him that's wrong. Nothing at all. And
1: then it's like, all the reviews are like, the first 15 minutes were great. <laughs> then I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'll be honest
0: yeah. with you. He seems so perfect to me.
1: <laughs>
0: False advertising. Yeah. Says DA666. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna be the devil's advocate and say he wasn't the perfect target. <laughs> oh... Boom! Did you see the Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig Lifetime movie? I haven't Amazing.
0: seen it. Amazing! It was it was, it was perfect.
1: really excellent. I just because they play it totally seriously, right? Oh. So
0: I was I heard that I uh, also uh, that they were on set at least early on. They were playing it straight. Like, the whole movie is a Lifetime script, and they no, no, just yeah. are in a Lifetime movie. Yeah, no, and and uh, what is it? What is it called? Oh, a deadly adoption? Deadly adoption, yeah. Yeah. Like well, how about lifetime being like self-aware? That's like this It's so those, smart.
1: I mean, it's like the best movie they could have made for themselves. It's
0: like the Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercials. Right? It's like
1: you're like,
3: oh, you're right.
0: You're not Yeah, no, it's like you know you everybody's in on this, but that's crazy. Like that that if I think Lincoln was like, "Oh yeah, this is absurd." And Matthew McConaughey is like, I'm absurd. All right, all right. You yeah. wanna buy this cut. And then they were like, Let's just cook. do it. Yeah. But it's like lifetime's like, let's just make fun of ourselves completely. And I think uh, it's a good
1: move. But then they still bad. have these very original, I mean like uh, sincere original movies. And, and like, I think she that's cried, smart like, too. Because sometimes you do want like an original piece of like camp. Like you enjoy it, but then you also like the fact that they know that it's silly.
0: You
2: don't want it to all get like self-referential. Or, right, yeah. Well, it's like that Amy Schumer ad campaign from this year that I really liked. That what? just was like, she's overexposed. Don't watch the show. You've seen enough of her. She's got nothing left to say. Is that the campaign? I love that.
0: Yeah. This season, though. But they were good ads. <laughs> wow. That's a little sass there. A little. <laughs> I guess I'm not getting hired by Amy Schumer this year. Or
1: Aziz Ansari.
0: You know, Amy and I used to share a manager. Mm-hmm. And? Well, she left. <laughs> that's, that's all I can tell you. Let's just say, you know what? Who knows? Was that the right decision, wrong decision? I don't know. But uh, you know where things lay right now. Um, Getting back to Vulture. Right, yes. So you're a wordsmith. You wake up every day. What time do you get up?
1: I get up. Well, I'd like to say I get up at 7.30 and I go for a run. By the
0: way, I'm sorry, but you should be able to get up whenever you want.
1: I get up. I, I have to start writing at nine a.m. Okay. I bolt upright at nine a.m. Mm-hmm. and I frantically scramble around.
0: <laughs> I used. I and- totally get this because you can pretend to be working at nine a.m. on the internet if you work in a like you're in a Slack room.
1: Oh, but that, I think because of Slack, I feel like well, then I have to be on at nine because then everyone you knows you can,
0: can be on at nine.
1: But you have to be like, hey, guys, I'm here. Yeah,
0: but you could say that, but anything could be going Don't on. Don't blow up her spot right uh, now, I No, no, no. no, no literally I, am, anything.
1: I, I literally, I, I, <laughs> I, I bolt to all, upright. My
0: advice to all bloggers and people who work on the internet in a Slack room where they're not physically present, you can get away with murder. Murder. Yeah, I you usually be am
1: murdering someone, fucking
0: stabbing someone in the throat, and you're like, "I'm here, guys. What's up? Any story? Any big stories break overnight? Like what? No one's like going to know." Deadly blogger next on uh, Lifetime.
1: Now we're talking. Deadly
0: blogger is really good. That's now great. we're talking.
1: I'm trying to think. Oh, there was an episode. Oh, speaking of uh, ter- just to go back to terrible shows, uh, I watched do. every episode of The Mysteries of Laura, which I feel like you watched, right, right? That's a mistake.
0: Big fan. Uh, That's horrible, fucked Up. Horrible. Massing. Right.
1: Yes never Messing canceled, I believe. I yeah. hope. I, I hope. hope. And
0: you know what? And they tried I to saw, bury it. They tried to bury that. They news. should bury it. I saw five I minutes. See, I have seen I every saw, episode. I now. saw five minutes of it, and it. I was like, my life is ruined now. I've, everything I have done up to this point it's is been meaningless. been erased. Yeah. But it's like
2: Smash or anything she does. I love I don't love know. I love her
3: smash.
2: Too. love hating it. But
1: there's there's <laughs> one episode where somebody is, I can't remember exactly, someone's like a radio, uh, like trying to uncover a crime. And then in order to stop... This person from being killed, uh, Laura has to call in and then send a fax. Like it all hinged on a fax, and it's like this oh, you is know you
0: want to see a show that a hinges-
1: terrible program. <laughs> you wanna see
0: a show that hinges on bullshit. Check out CSI Cyber.
1: I don't think, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh
0: my god! Oh my god!
1: Who's in that one? Who Rosanna cares? Arquette. Who
0: gives a shit? Patricia Arquette. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't Should matter. be Rosanna. Rosanna's oh, the superior
1: Arquette. I me- do like all the Arquettes though. Let
0: me be clear: CSI Cyber. They solve cyber crimes, but right. they also solve real crimes using cyber technology. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: It, yeah. It, it, oh my god, it's
0: so good. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Check out an episode of CSI. Cyber okay. If you want pure
1: add to the list
0: pure entertainment. Anyhow, it's so a casual set in L.A. Hmm. And I like watching it because uh, the architecture is great. The characters are very very underdeveloped. But, uh, right, but I, but you know, transparent. One of the big draws of transparent is like you get to see LA. And it makes you feel like you're mm-hmm. there for a minute.
1: All their homes are beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's unrealistic. Beautiful. Nobody homes. has beautiful homes in LA.
1: Well, it's the same with New York. I mean, it's like to, you, show, to, you show an amazing apartment. It's like that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, go to Echo Park. Check out that what's going on over there. It's like people aren't living in like you know mansions. They're not living in like mid century modern like masterpieces. At any rate, so you write every morning. You're mm-hmm. writing on the news. And how did this happen?
3: I mean, uh, you're a comedian.
0: You're a comedy writer, right? So where did that come from? I like how we're getting back into like a serious. No, oh, sure. I have no. I literally have no idea what's been going on for the last hour or so.
1: We had We guys. We talked some, some great films. We gave some great recommendations. It's been, I,
0: total insanity. But so, how did you end up becoming a, a, a news? Like a, you're covering celebrity news.
1: Um, well, you know, I, I initially came to the city to get a master's in library science which i completed and never used and i'm still paying off my student loans and then um, library science
0: was such a popular thing in the uh so many people i know have like the uh, library science degree
1: i um i really enjoyed it and you know if if my life goes a different direction i would happily do it again it's just that like it was one of those things where i i went after undergrad so it was like a a decision made based on no information about the real world no what do you do with
0: a library science you become a
1: librarian man right which I mean, but I, I, I at the
0: libraries time libraries are dying, are they not? You
2: like, libraries will be around. I worked in a library, and my one of my good friends from home is a librarian. They'll be around forever. I'm because, not attacking because li- of federal funding. Y- and Brian's going on
0: super hot. Really?
1: So basically,
2: a lot I of it
0: is. I love libraries. Like, I think they're the most one of the most valuable things that we have in yes. this country.
1: Well, it's not all public libraries though. I did intern at um, at uh, Brooklyn Public, and it was a wonderful experience. But basically, it's like a lot of it is like uh, maintaining online databases, like you know. Information curating that kind of thing, uh, anywho, never used it. And then my first job that wasn't that, um, was blogging for VH1, and that was just sort of like a way to, and even now it's like, well, then I it's a way to make money using only writing, which is my main goal.
0: What specifically, I mean, how does that happen? You're blogging for VH1, like specifically, what were you blogging about?
1: It was all well, this was back in the day, so this is probably like. <sighs> Seven years ago. Mm -hmm. So this is back when like really there was just a lot of, if you remember this time period at all, it was a lot of like, look at, not even Lady Gaga. I'm trying to think who was, Paris Hilton or whatever. Like look at this bikini pic or whatever. So it was like real trash. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) We at AOL, (laughs) let me just say something. When I was at AOL in like 2009 or 10. Right, that's
1: what I'm talking about.
0: They produced a thing called the AOL way, which is like a way to get lots of clicks and one of their examples was um, like write a really compelling headline, and it was like Paris goes, or it's like Lady Gaga goes pantsless in Paris, or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's a hundred percent what I was doing.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: but it wasn't like an end game. I don't it know if was that like, happened,
0: by the way, <laughs> that's what their example
2: headline. I assure you, Lady Gaga has been pamphlets.
1: <laughs> she's probably pantsless bears right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, she's fucking recording her second she's standards, in, standards she's record with Chicago. Tony Bennett
2: and Mark Ronson, recording her new pop she's record. She's so she's oh, okay.
0: so mainstream, lamestream. If you ask whoa, me, whoa, no, like, Guess
2: we're not getting hired by Lady Gaga. Wow, <laughs> she's, she's
0: got <gone> from <laughs> she's got from meat dress to please dress my meat. I do oh, that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, i literally I have no idea what that means but it feels like it's like garnish my steak with a nice sauce she
2: went from singing paparazzi to avoiding
0: paparazzi <laughs> see you've got it i don't understand you've how to it. do it yeah oh, sorry go ahead
1: um that's pretty much it if you're if you're asking why i did that the answer is i don't know i i i feel like most of <laughs> By my accident i mean most of my life decisions i feel
0: like I, I made arbitrarily with zero yeah, information. Yeah, I've been there. Have you, do you ever think do you ever look back and say, did I do what I wanted to do or like I, whatever like happened? Do I would know, say you know I mean? like I fell as into. a
1: writer, I have resigned myself in some ways to the fact that most of the work I will do will be somebody else's work. Like I'm a hired hand until I get to work on my own stuff. Right. So I, I consider it in that same vein where it's like, yeah, I didn't play This wasn't my life's passion. But I also think as a writer, most of the things I do will not be my life's passion. I don't know. You, where are you from? The Midwest? Yeah, Cleveland.
0: Yeah. Oh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're like Mortal enemies? I'm from Pittsburgh. So we're supposed to hate each other. But we're so
1: alike. That's the irony. Why pit us against each other? It's so
0: crazy. And I hate sports, so Um, it's not a big deal.
1: I only care about LeBron, so we had No, no, I
0: was cheering for the Cavs. They were my guys. Good. And they crushed. Yeah. That last game, but it's the only game I watched, by the way. The only game I watched and the only point at which I knew who was actually playing in this uh, basketball tournament. Uh, Is that what you call it, a tournament? Um, um, Yeah, I think so. But boy, that game was good.
1: But if you're asking, did I choose my career with <laughs> any sort of deliberateness? Nah, man, I, I wish I could be that kind of person where, where like, people are like, here's my plan, here's what I want to do. I'm just like, oh, okay, I guess I'll do this, you know?
0: Wow, wow. that's a great attitude. That
1: is. I, I don't even know if it's, a, it's not intentional. It's just sort of my take on the world, I suppose.
0: <laughs> you're just rolling with just it. Just
1: kind of meandering so, around. So, so, what
0: is your, so what do you want to do? Like, what is the thing that you, so you do comedy, you do comedy, right? I mean, you do stand-up comedy. Yes. Which isn't, by the way, a very brave and insane thing for anybody to do.
1: People say that, but you don't think so. It's all—it's not hard. I mean, it's—it's it's, it's hard to do well, but the, the part—it's <laughs> not, it's
0: not hard to be good at making people laugh. It is very hard.
1: It's very hard to do it well. It's not hard to do. Does that make sense? Mm. It's hard to do if you're not. Don't need of- any
2: supplies. You don't need, need need, any you don't need, approval. You don't, need, yeah,
1: you don't okay. need any rulers or folders or pens and pencils. Yeah.
0: No, but people have systems. I mean, they're like, you know. But
2: it's different than improv because you can just go and do it. Improv, you have to have, be at a school and a team or with a theater or have friends
0: that want to do it with you. Okay, I get you're working through your issues right now. Okay, but we got to stick to this. I know improv's tough. I get. I understand, Ryan. I Well, also,
1: <laughs> to your point, I did start doing improv and I feel like. And you're like,
0: fuck, this is for squares. Um not <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not kidding.
1: while I was doing it. No, no, I don't think it's for squares. I think it's really great. It's artistically very helpful. Oof.
0: Um I really enjoyed uh, it. I do sketch. Artistically very helpful. Right? I remember, well that's the thing. I
1: started doing sketch and then uh so three years ago I wrote for an MTV sketch show which never aired.
0: What was it called?
1: Hey Girl. And Julie Klosner was the um head oh, writer.
0: Oh, that's the connective tissue.
1: Yep.
2: We're friends from around.
0: Yeah. So it was lady lady sketch comedy.
1: Right. If we're teenage girls, it would have been really funny. It came out around the same time as Girl Code, and I think it was literally oh, girl like code. it was literally like MTV or the people there at the time because I don't think either of the EPUs or whatever are still there, but they're like we can't have two. Shows for girls yeah, yeah, at the same yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, that would be
0: you saturate the market. Uh, Girl Code was the show is the show where um
1: it's like talking heads talking about like different
0: like you can't text your friends like after your she's just had sex. <laughs> right, whatever, exactly. Like, it's like it's like rule it's the rules. Right. I bet this is the fucking pitch, by the way. It's like the rules for like teens.
1: Yeah. Like, and it's I, like
0: how you it, by the way, horrible. Horrible shit.
1: But I think it's interesting because that so like horrible, that came the out worst advice. You know, that came out like three years ago, I think. But then since then, that's what the internet is. Like all those buzz, BuzzFeed videos. Mm-hmm. I, I think the credit goes to, in this case, TV, like the internet taking a TV idea. Because Girl Code was very successful and then as soon as it became successful, every video is like it being a girl at the beach or whatever, yeah, like it's yeah. all this instructional thing. Should I think it's so funny. Right. But like, girl yeah. code was sort of like the first ones to do that. Our show wasn't that. It was good. It was sketch, and it was going to be really funny. And it had some really great writers on it. One of the it writers was really funny. They
2: it burned like it proto- through in one day. Right? Wait, what? I I, I definitely watched
0: it because they like I, burned I it through say, in a day.
1: I wanted, yeah, they showed like four episodes at a time, and they burned it off in a couple of weeks, I think. And you it's could like a watch proto, it.
0: Proto uh, Amy Schumer situation
1: right, and her her show was actually i think her pilot was being made when we were when that came when we were coming out um but uh well, if it makes
0: it feel any better, I shot a pilot for a show called Tomorrow Night, which was very similar to what John Oliver does, oh okay, a year earlier. Anyhow.
1: So you think he stole your idea is what you're saying.
0: No, Javra is a prince. He's an amazing person. And, and I like I,
1: I really like Amy Schumer's show. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying it's funny <laughs> how it's like the idea that like you can only have one show about anything related to girls at one time. It's sort of the idea of like, well, we already have a show for well, girls. The, Why do we are, need another one? Are, but
0: those are the, those are like TV people
2: who yes, are yeah. like
1: insane. But that's also <laughs>
2: MTV. Like my number one piece of advice. If you get a job at MTV doing anything is find another job immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, and Ouch. then the last the last two years, Oof. I've been I wrote for a sketch show on uh, True TV called Friends of the People. What is that? Um, it's uh.
0: Like the, by the way, did you hear the judginess and when I said what's that? that? What's that? Not a show.
1: That's okay. Nobody watched it. It was what, fine. True, it was actually true? very funny. True TV funny. is
0: like is like it's like Court TV, but
1: well, they're rebranding it to be a comedy. Yeah, that's
2: what Billy's on.
1: Yeah, yeah, Billy, is really? Billy on the Street. What? They have um, what? I'm trying to think. Adam explains everything. I think is like one Which of I their like more successful shows. It's,
2: True TV and TBS are kind of on top of
1: and each practical other. Practical Jokers share programming. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, because they're owned by, all owned by Turner. Um, the things
0: you don't know.
1: But it was a very funny sketch show. We we ran for two seasons. Nobody watched it, but I I think if, looking back, we did a lot of great funny well, stuff. What is it called? Um, Friends of the People.
0: Friends of the People. And I think that's you your problem. That's the problem. The name? That t- you that think that was it? That is a bad name.
1: I mean, that was already a place when I came on board, so a little little too late. I'm not blaming
0: you, but I, that's, how do you tell someone about that? Hey, have you seen this new show, Friends of the People? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Imagine yourself saying it.
1: I had to say to me. I, I've said it so much that it, it seems secondhand. And people are like, oh, like, yeah, nature. Friends of the
0: People? I mean, just the whole thing. It's not your fault.
1: Right, yeah. I'm saying that. What do you think we should have called it?
0: Like Splashers or something.
1: You know, splashers? Like- <laughs> splashers? Splashers?
0: Called, colon, oh. Splashers. Jam City. Jam City. Jam City
1: colon Splashers. Season two is called colon like, Splashers.
0: Jam City. Oh my God. Are you watching J- like Broad City? Booms. It's nailing it.
1: Jam City isn't actually an excellent really good. shit. <laughs>
0: Jam um, City, like Sizzletown. That's a fucking... I'd watch yeah. that. Are you watching Sizzletown? Oh, wait. Josh, oh, are S- you
2: pitching to CISO right now? Is yes. CISO listening? Yes. Uh, like, oh. Well,
1: you also, you. Could, I wouldn't say you could just pitch to True TV, but you said all that mean stuff about ST, the show. ST, no,
0: True TV's great, and the show is fantastic. <laughs> You're going to edit all
1: this stuff Are you out, watching? Right? are you
0: watching ST? Oh, Sizzletown? You know I'm watching that shit. Get the fuck out of here. That's <laughs> a show. Sizzletown's terrible. Jam <laughs> City's where it's at. <laughs> They're both good. They're competing shows. It's like uh, Mad TV, And SNL, okay?
1: It's no Splashers, though. (laughs) It's no
0: Splashers. (laughs) Well, Splashers is... Just forget. That's right. season two of Jamtown.
1: But I am, I'm currently.
0: Jam City,
2: sorry. Jamtown is also Jam Jamtown.
1: Jamtown. Jam town.
2: Jamtown is more of like a, a middle of the country, middle of the road version of Sketch. It's
1: sorry. like a kids in the hall sketch. I'm,
2: so, I'm sorry.
0: Holly. you deserve better than this.
1: No, but. I don't. I honestly don't. <laughs> Do I, I deserve worse, <laughs> realistically. Who deserves <laughs> anything, you know? I think,
0: I, I think I'm particularly off the rails, though. Am I, Ryan? Please tell me. I love this. This I is, is where I always it. want you. Oh, really? I want you falling where off
1: these rails? You normally i don't know uh, i'd love to know all your opinions about all the shows that my show that like, got canceled should have been named
0: no but you didn't invent the fucking show but what is it called again
1: friends of the people it's a terrible I think name i you could watch it online or uh, I, the um, sketches
2: from that
0: show are all really really good can i, I just say something? i was very
1: happy with a lot of them i think they're funny
0: okay i just want to be really clear i've never seen this show i know you haven't it seen be, it it may be no but it may be very funny it probably is right the show t- you're saying
2: the title is the terrible. show
0: title is <laughs> it's, it's just generic it no it's not even generic it's like hard to say hard to think of it's, it's long just like- it's long yeah just like in your head key Should and peel friendies, key and Peele. friendies.
2: Right. or peepers
1: oh my these are guys these are splashers peepers friendies, yeah.
0: jam Jamtown. <laughs> peepers is really good peepers? like it's like what portlandia boom done get in get out you're finished
2: so, okay. But think peepers. of the things that are popular with the mills, okay? Like Snapchat. These yeah. things are stupid names.
0: You got to go with a stupid Wait, name. What was,
1: what was the one that wasn't Peepers? What was the other one? Friendies? Friendies.
0: Friendies is good. Friendies is really fucking good. I guess you, my career goals. You, you get those guys. Whoever, who who ran the show? Who were the showrunners?
1: I'm not going to say their names. Okay, I don't to feel bad. Let's
0: just say it's two guys.
1: Well, the showrunner is Neil Puncelon, who I love (laughs) and I want to work with again. Neil, you're not listening to this, I'm sure. but Neil's
0: not listening to this, trust me.
1: But uh, you know I love you, Neil.
0: So just one showrunner? Yeah. A guy. Yeah. Uh, That's for the first problem. It was me. a.
1: It was uh, the only. There was only one woman on the cast, Men and over. I was the one that's female a, That's writer. also a problem. But that's the problem with the that's whole industry. Sexism, man. That's, uh, man, just open up your Systemic, mind.
0: systemic, institutional mm-hmm. sexism. And not everybody's Samantha B must be struck down. You
2: wish you were Samantha B. I
0: I would love to be Samantha B. And I'm considering gender reassignment Ooh. to become Samantha B. You <laughs> be Samantha A. Samantha T. Okay. Anyhow,
1: Samantha Z. <laughs> Samantha
0: Z. Um. I'm just saying. What is it called? Automatic for the people. Friends of the. Friends,
1: Chinese peepers, Jam City, slashers. Who
0: came up with that name? I don't was know. Neil? Was it
1: Neil? I don't think so. I No, don't know. that's a
2: workshop network name. Um. No, it's not. Yes, that well, totally. Can I tell it. a
1: story? about when I was at MTV, um, <laughs> it was at MTV. Um, basically, uh, we had to take a um, uh, we were given a lesson in what millennial millennial girls think is funny. But the thing is, there were four writers. They were all women. Three of us were already millennials. So they were basically telling us what we thought was funny. So we go into this, and it was us, uh, Julie Closeter, and Neil Punselen was the showrunner of that show, too. And again, Tom Notch guy. And, and Julie was great.
0: Wow. Dealing with fear, whatever. and the fear there.
1: Um, No, I just mean like—
0: He's very powerful.
1: No, I just mean like whatever happened with any of these shows, uh, they're not culpable. So we go in, and there, there's a woman there, and she's going to give us a PowerPoint presentation on what millennial girls think is funny. We walk in and I don't know who this woman is. She was hired by MTV or she works there. She is wearing a white turtleneck, a pink satin, satin vest like a magician's assistant mm-hmm. and then a pink satin skirt. She's dressed like a, a, a psychopath. I've never seen anyone dressed like that in real life. <laughs>
0: Sounds all right to me so far.
1: So I go up and I go to shake her hand. I was like, oh, I'm one of the writers. Go to shake her hand. She pulls her hand back and says, oh, I'm sorry, I can't shake your hand. My band-aids are all wet. And I was like, "Um, oh, okay, sure. And I go and I sit down. I'm the first one there. Literally, six other people come in. Every time they go to try to shake her hand, she says, "Ah, my Band-Aids are soaking wet. I'm so sorry. Oh, I would shake her hand, but as you can see, my Band-Aids are dripping. And literally, and so finally, I think Julie came in last, or Neil did. (laughs) Julie came in last. And we come in, and Julie comes in and goes to shake her hand. And it's like, my Band-Aids are all wet. And Julie said, well, why are your band aids all wet? Which is a testament <laughs> to who she is as a person yeah. that we
0: were all wondering. To me, that's, why did you ask that? I mean, that's crazy. No, I was just
1: like, whatever, man. And then, so she, the woman says, "Oh, well, you see, I um cut my hand um earlier today, and then one of my fingernails fell off." <laughs> and I'm assuming she meant fake, but she didn't say that. She didn't say they were acrylics. So I had to uh, run and get buy some band aids. And we're like, okay, cool. And then still explains the wetness. Well, I'm saying she, she washed her hands. You're right. You're it's right. Like, she explained everything the except separately. Like, yeah, you're right. She like, didn't.
0: Oh, like oh, I cut my hand, so I put a bandaid on it. Totally get it.
1: Right. I could shake that. Right. Just say no. it. <laughs> and then, but then I, what she's doing? I'm like, if this is what you think millennial girls thinks is funny, you're dead on because this is fucking hilarious. This is an amazing character. This is so
0: good. <laughs> and, I'm sure that woman makes and, more money
1: than I will ever make in my entire life. I'm sure she's incredibly was pr- successful. How was her presentation? Was it good? Well, what we learned is there's a uh, women like uh, comedy they can relate to, which is also true of men. And then uh, men like more sort of like absurd humor, which is also true of women. And the two pictures they used to emblemize women and men's h- comedy yeah. for women, it was a woman crying, eating chocolates with a bottle of wine in like like a tipped over garbage can (laughs) shut up and then the men's and this became a meme this like became a meme in our office the men's picture was a young white man this must be from like a vine or something but from a young white man kicking an elderly Asian man in the ball so hard that he flies up in the air and the man's face looks like he's dying
2: so of course
0: (laughs) that's that's what we learn at UCB (laughs)
1: right Right. and I will say I gotta admit and so then we all started to like pass that around like that photo like so, was everywhere that, like that is the
3: shocking that, the thing that
0: women find funny is like eating chocolates crying
1: uh, right duh that's what we think is funny ben
0: and jerry's want want. i'm, oh, I'm, comic.
1: I'm fat everyone I... <laughs> hates me hooray like,
0: eat your feelings is the thing that yes is that what they find funny i don't Ack.
1: right i mean yeah. that was what they were saying
0: <laughs> wow i mean i what's i want to know how these corporations find these consultants.
1: I think they're all grifters.
0: I've been I've been in It's all a
1: scam. I've
0: been in like management consultant meetings and I'm like, where did you come from? Like where what is your background? Like are you a famous from building You're like no, you're not an executive. You didn't build a business. Like I don't know. Let me tell you a little story. When we when Zelda after Zelda was born, Mm -hmm. we had a lactation consultant come. Come to our house because, like, she's you, just a woman
1: who's constantly lactating.
0: Well, well let me tell you, oh. she tells women how to breastfeed. Okay, she tells them all the techniques, what they need to think about, Ooh. how to hold the baby, if they need a pump, Sure. so on and so forth.
1: With you so far,
0: never had a kid. Is there? Breastfed. you have it. They're breastfed.
1: There you
0: have it, man. <laughs> I only learned this after the fact. Was she so helpful? Like, Did your
1: wife find it like helpful? Not
0: help. Not really that helpful uh so i'm trying to figure wow. out it's like how the fuck did you get into breastfeeding expertise like, how are you the breastfeeding expert
1: you should have to say on have a website never, i'm just saying alert warning have has never actually breastfed let's, let's just
0: like i'm saying like uh you're like i gotta learn how to ride a motorcycle i show up i'm like you guys ready to learn how to ride these hogs you're like yes i'm like now let me just say i've never ridden a motorcycle yeah. personally but I'm going to show you guys, Do are, are you feeling safe? Are you feeling like you've got the right guidance? Probably not. I guess you not. should wear a
1: helmet. I'm not sure. I don't know much about it.
0: I, know, I, understand, I understand the philosophy of riding the motorcycle. I've read then The Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so I've seen, I, I watch a lot of videos on
0: YouTube of guys riding motorcycles, so I think I'm going to be pretty helpful here. Anyhow. Uh, so the point is that nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. Everybody's a phony.
1: And I, I would never, and that's the thing, at any point in my life, I want to make it clear, Now and forever in the future, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I would never claim to know. And I would never tell anyone else what to do because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
0: I would tell people what to do, but only because I'm going to assume that they're going to trust me, not because they think I know what I'm talking about. But uh, I will say this. I learned this. uh, That's
2: a white man's attitude if I've ever heard one in my
0: life. Well, I am a white man, unfortunately, and I do feel bad about it. Good,
1: that's all we ask. Every day. All I'm he like, asks is you get up every day and you I look at the mirror yourself. and I'm like,
0: why this? Why me? Right. And then I'm like. And then
1: you go to Starbucks and, and you like, start your day. Me, I'm
0: like, get me my coffee. <laughs> you Shine my shoes. You throw a hot cup of coffee in Ryan's face. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, here's the new ad for Tide or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever we do. Um, here's what I know to be true. The truest thing I've learned in my life. Nobody knows anything, including but not limited to the president of the United States and all the people who surround him. They are making this shit up as they go along. Right? They do not have a plan. There is no Illuminati. The Illuminati Ugh. is a. Gr- I Illumi- hate all the
1: conspiracy theories. I'm like, I'm like,
0: yeah. I wish there was a an effort to bring order to whatever is happening around us.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Bad news. There's no. That's all these like this. I feel like every time there's like a shooting, it's like, oh, there's like a false flag or like it's yeah, a conspiracy yeah. theory. It's like,
0: um. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Yeah, George Bush put together this conspiracy to, to but like, down you can pull, to get these planes and hit these get these you know buildings taken right. down in 11 It's like George
2: Bush. Says like, I, I can't get a, I can't get everybody health insurance, but what I can do is knock down two buildings yeah. in
0: complete secrecy and start a forever war. That's my thing. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you want universal health care? No kidding. I do. think
2: people think that because someone's good at capitalizing on things, they must have been the mastermind. No, no, no. These people are really good at capitalizing on a crisis.
0: They're not good at like. I mean, Maybe, maybe, or maybe they're just going through the motions, and it just nets out where, like our capacity for covering it and thinking about it is limited.
1: well, I think people who are conspiracy conspiracy theories, it would for them, I think it's like, them feeling like they're they have to be more intelligent than other people so when they see it, it's like oh it can't just be that something terrible happened it has to be there's a reason for it i know the reason and that's it's to of, special it's a little theological it's religious. It, religious
0: it is a religion. it is a
1: hundred percent that's exactly no, no, because no, you could, there's no logic you could present much like a religion you could yeah. be like well this doesn't make any sense and that's not true And it's just like well i'm just saying i'm just coming up with suggestions it's Actually, like oh, okay great hmm.
0: a guy named daniel dennett wrote a book about um uh, he's a philosopher and scientist and wrote a book about how we're that uh religion and um the way we've organized around religion is actually like a um evolutionary piece of the puzzle like it's not it's not like <clears throat> It's, they're obviously is not real but it's but like we needed it we to we needed evolve. it to get yeah, to a certain point I, I and like because we needed to evolve we used it to evolve and used it to gather and all this right. stuff like it's kind of ingrained in like our the most basic like idea and so like right. your point about conspiracy theories is very true I, I think is like it is Comforting, yes, almost to believe Very the Illuminati yes. has planned 9 11, yeah, because the uh, the the reality is like it's fucking you're in chaos, it's chaos, it's yeah. totally chaos, and that is the scariest thing in the world, yes, that and in the Cthulhu,
1: right? Yeah, uh, that, uh, to yeah. bring it back around, full <laughs> to go full
0: circle, to, to go full circle, chaos,
1: all hail Cthulhu, is and what the I'm idea wearing.
0: that there is a being beyond An our entity. understanding that, that is, but going also to,
1: that because this thing about just one thing about God is like it's the same with vampires, it's like. We it's like it, it, the idea that of an entity or something that we can't control is terrifying. But we know everything God likes, everything God doesn't like. We know Him. <laughs> yeah, Same with vampires. Yeah. It's like there's something really spooky. But don't worry, they can't come inside. And also, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. like, can't go oh, over yeah, yeah. a river. No, they vampires,
0: can party but they can't. Vampires can, yes. can can defeat death. They can <laughs> steal the life from someone
1: live forever
0: live forever but well, they can't cross a river
1: and they hate garlic oh, if
0: you get any garlic anywhere near them they're get done them for they're do- oh oh if you throw holy water on them they're screwed it's like mm, stick, stick this piece of wood to that piece of wood okay the werewolf. a man becomes a wolf <laughs> and his, sa- his hunger cannot be sated <laughs> unless you shoot him with a silver bullet or uh, the sun comes up the sun is show- yeah then you're okay no yeah. problem you know anyhow a zombies th- a lot to think about the undead have risen but if you shoot him in the head there they're, they're, they're if you run they're, they're really fast yeah it's weird how we figured out our, okay anyhow this has been an incredibly entertaining conversation this has been
1: a pleasure you have to come back me. i'm
0: sorry i feel like i've been just screaming the whole time
1: i've been screaming the whole time I don't know. Me up on this.
0: ryan has also been screaming yeah what <laughs> who me um hallie Kiefer.
1: thank a, you for having me. a person
0: whose name i don't believe is real
1: And yet it is.
0: Uh, You can read her on vulture.com. You can go see her. When's your next show?
1: Um, I have a show, The 8th at UCB East. The 8th Uh, of
0: July, UCB East.
1: Gentrify. It's Friday night at 1030.
0: It's funny people talking about funny situations. I'm
1: doing a a character where I'm going to talk about Horror so
0: oh really yeah oh i'm gonna come to the oh wait would you say the eighth the eighth sorry that's the night i'm going to see john carpenter oh wow, wow. Talk about, talk about full so circle. we're gonna have
2: i'm gonna go see hallie and Yay. i'm gonna laugh what time did I, you say uh, uh ten thirty. oh that's
0: actually right after the john carpenter thing okay ends. we
2: guys are
1: both oh coming my god we got,
0: we're gonna have to go together we're not, we're not sitting together <laughs> No, I mean, it's fine but you'll hear screaming laughter from across either side <laughs> of the room that's all I want. so july of the ucb east and uh, and then From Beyond is your film recommendation
1: please watch yep, it I here. think it's not on Netflix
0: you think it's on Netflix what, if, quite, it's not, if
1: it's not Netflix it's Amazon streaming
0: quite an endorsement Holly thank you for being here and, everything's uh, a
1: brand it's hard to and, say anything without endorsing wow. something
0: going right into some more, more <laughs> sorry, stuff sorry we'll be the next episode <laughs> right, going right into more content Now you letting me close this thing out thank you so much I really enjoyed it
1: thank you for having me
0: well that is our show for this week We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've been informed that your family is part of the real Illuminati. And they are conspiring against all of humanity in an elaborate scheme to disrupt and undermine everything that we stand for as human beings. Or they're just riffing.